the Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blinds November Mega Sale on now. Next 94.5. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome indeed. How, like, just, I mean, commitment to the cause. Maddie still, still, still doing weekend at Bernie's. Still weekend at Bernie's. Still nothing. Still but, nothing. You know, it's a, it's a real commitment and yeah. I'm into it. No, really, really great. Um, unfortunately, his weekend at Bernie's also... Actually, no, fortunately for him, his weekend at Bernie's was actually a positive spin for you kidding me today. Oh, well, um, when, I don't think we should talk about it. Rules are rules. You know, we don't have to talk about it. The rules uh, we'll are just a play bit it dumb. Back. I mean, he dumb, basically mate. cheated. The person who filled in for Matt essentially cheated by jumping on the back of the year that I said. You guys, you guys signed a contract. Mm. When you came into this show to play you mm. kidding me, you signed a contract for you yeah. kidding me rules. Um, what have you smuggled in? Oh, that was um, fun times with the guy trying to bring something into the Perth airport that he shouldn't. <laughs> Your mate and what he left behind. Oh, this is so sad. It's very sad. He's, he came over for a holiday. He's gone back to Victoria. He's left something very valuable behind. Mm-hmm. And now he's sad about it. Um, and also, Maddie, with the Everything Perth Cup, which is an absolute classic for your Melbourne Cup Day. It is the brilliant race you want to hear today because it covers everything that we had this year, controversial or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that and more on the way. Here's your podcast. Bye-bye. Pete, and now, uh, today's a very big day. It is the race that stops the nation. Hmm. I'm not talking about the Melbourne Cup. I'm talking about the Everything Perth Cup. Oh, it's a good cup. Mm. Every year, Matty brings this together. He's not with us today, but he has left us uh, this year's Everything Perth Cup. So We're all hearing it for the first time together. Yeah. Here's for 2022, the great race call that stops Perth. Welcome to the running of the 2022 Everything That's Perth Cup, where everything that's grabbed our attention through the year of 2022 gets a run. So we cross now inside the birdcage with the first lady of fashions, Lady Penelope, happy Everything That's Perth Cup Day to you. Thank you, Matt. Of course, the fashions are at their pre-drunk finest at the present, but today it's not so much about what you're wearing, but more importantly about what you're not wearing because militant vegan activist Tash Peterson has turned heads here in the birdcage, wearing nothing at all except some nipple tassels and a fair bit of animal blood. It's a bold choice. It's very Milan 2015, but somehow it still feels right on point. Thank you, Lady Penelope. And over in the betting ring with the one and only Smudge. Here you go, thanks, Matty. Uh, punter is in no doubt that Twiggy's still loaded as the race favourite. A son like Oscar Allen is right up there with bookmakers and there's almost no support for Putin needs a hug. For me, I'm on another outsider, Gina loves netball. She digs in, she's powerful, and I think at 50 to 1, she's worth a flutter. Throwing your money away again on a roughy smudge. No, Maddie. No, I hope she'll come in, mate. I, I really hope she'll come in. I, I need to win, Maddie. Ha <laughs> ha, smudge. No, not joking, mate. Maddie, I'm in big trouble, buddy. Okay, uh, right then. Uh, just putting the last of the runners. The dockers aren't that bad at all into place. And all the runners are in. Stand by for the running of the Everything That's Perth Cup for 2022. Red light on. Racing now, Twiggy still loaded, got away first and there's not much delaying the new airport train. The new king gets into his stride early and looks untroubled by Data Breach who pulls up alongside. A half a length to pay the bloody nurses who are holding onto a great photo of Kate Walsh. Against the rail, the dockers aren't bad at all but can't quite seem to get a son like Oscar Allen. A half length back is I picked up a little cough on a cruise. Boxed in with nowhere to go is ambulance ramping alongside Gina Loves Netball and already isolated at the rear of the packets Putin 
needs a hug. 400 out and Twiggy still loaded, is still leading the field, but Data Breach is trying to hold him back. The new airport train looks worth the five buck investment and likewise you're getting good value with a great photo of Kate Walsh. A son like Oscar Allen is moving well, half a length to Gina Love's netball, ambulance ramping and pay the bloody nurses a lot together, but still ahead of the Dockers aren't that bad at all. I picked up a little cough on the cruisers running out of puff and oh no, Putin needs a hug, has pulled up lame and of course the stewards are currently covering him with the shower curtain. That is not going to win well for Putin needs a hug. Turning for home now, Twiggy's still loaded, it's Data Breach, it's the new airport train, it's the new airport train cup, the new airport train wins the everything that's Perth Cup 2022, the new airport train, Data Breach, and he might have come third, but Twiggy is still loaded. Oh, smudge, that was fantastic. How many of car talks and bikes have arrived? Okay, well, there you go, the everything that's Perth Cup for 2022. There's no Maddie today, right? That's okay. Which means we put it out to the mix fam, and we've got Callan and Karen up. Do you accept the challenge? Indeed, I do. Good on you, Callan. Have you got your assless chaps on? Are you ready? I'm not going to divulge that to you, Kimber. But maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard. Uh, Welcome to the show. Well done Thank to you, you sir. for being Matt today, Callan. Mm. Um, you've got big shoes to fill here, Callan, but. Yeah. This is Matt hasn't necessarily been excelling at this. No, game. he hasn't. So Matty's six points behind. But as is the rule, when there is somebody missing from uh, you kidding, it's extra points. Right? Oh, so come you on. have a chance today, Callan, to square the ledger with oh. Kimbo sitting on twenty points. Matty's on fourteen. How many extra points? Six points. Oh, the difference. Yeah, the difference. It's always <laughs> the difference. You did this last time I was off. I love that you're like, as long as someone's away, it's always in Matt's favour because is... Matt is always the one behind. I've shown you the rule book. Callan's read the rule book. <laughs> You've read the rule book, haven't you, Callan? Absolutely. See, Callan's read the rule book. <laughs> he knows. I mean, balls in your court. You don't have to accept, but I'll tell I'll you do. what. Um, he does. Callum's up for the challenge. Kimber, if you win, you get the six points. Really? Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure's on, Callum. All right, okay. let's go, buddy. Let's this is see. how it works, all right? So uh, I've got three different uh, montages here of audio, music, movies, moments in time. I'm going to play them one by one. Callum, I'm sure you know how this works. Uh, you just got to tell <laughs> us that you think that they are from close to the pin, best of three wins. Good luck to you, Kimber. Good luck to you, Callum. Here we go. Here's your first one. <laughs> Drug king, who was for years one of the world's most wanted men, was gunned down today by Colombian police. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bubbling time. Ah. Oh. Okay. Now um, I, I need quick answers okay, here. Okay, I'm going in quick. quick Here's my answer. All right, there's your answer. Callan, what's your answer? What did Kimber say? I'm um, not telling you what Kimber said. I had to show him. I've written it down. <laughs> She's written it down. I've written mine down too. Okay. What have you got, Callan? I don't know. I waited for him to give her answer. <laughs> <laughs> Callan knows how okay. to play this game so well. I've gone for 92. Make it 93. Oh, Callan. Make it 93. I mean, they come in here like this, Pete. They try and make their own rules. Hey, Mix Fam, they're the ones that um, fill out the survey books at the end of the day and do what he wants. Um, <laughs> Callan, 1993. <laughs> oh, get off the grass. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay. It was a classic movie called Running. That was a classic way of playing. You too. want to kiss my lucky egg? All right, here we go. Here's your second one. We're all in this together. Once we know that we are, we're all stars and we see us. After 14 days trapped in a cage buried in the bowels of the earth, Todd Russell and Brant Webb removed their tags to signal the end of their shift. 
Okay, you answered first before, so Callan, you're going to answer first this time. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to stab in the dark at 2010. I, I don't know. Okay, so Callan's going with 2010. Kimber, what do you got for me? I'm, I don't mm. know what that first song was, but I reckon, if anything, it sounded like if Nicky Webster released a second single, that was it. It's High School Musical. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> close enough, I guess. Um, I went with 2005. I like, I like this. I like what's happening here. Guys, it is a tiebreaker. It's 2015. Oh! Oh! This is it, Callan. Big okay. shoes to fill, mate. Six-point board. Here's your final one. Seriously? It's like you're photoshopped. Can you take off your dress? No. Yes. No way. Not with all that going on. No, thank you. Steve Jobs, the visionary founder and leader of Apple Computer, has died at the age of 56. Ooh. Ooh. Tough one. Tough one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kim was giving her answer. Callan, what do you got for me? I got nothing. <laughs> was that first movie grab? Kerrid, uh, the producer, was that Crazy Stupid Love? Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. One of the only rom-coms I've ever seen. Mm. Come Excellent on, Callan. film. Can you hit me with it? Uh, uh, 2012, 13, 14, around there. <laughs> I went 2015. Yeah. I will take your first answer, Callan. 2012. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Six points on the line here, guys. Oh. <clears throat> I can tell you mm. um, the audio in there was Steve Jobs Uh-oh. dies, Rolling in the Deep by Adele, and Crazy Stupid Love, all of which happened in... 2011. Six points. We are back and squared the ledger, Callan. You did it, mate. You did it. Thank you. I'll tell you, I I wasn't, I was just pretending it was actually quite easy. Please listen to him. He's crowing like Matt does too after he Yeah, look, it's okay because um, I've beaten Matt all year and I'm confident I'll come back. There's still a few weeks left in the year. And this just makes Matt just feel like he's got a chance. Mm. And Um, good on you, Callan, for giving Matt that opportunity. Matt's not even awake yet. He's not listening. (laughs) Did you see this guy who's tried to come into um, Perth with his smuggling in some meat? I did, actually. Just a lazy six kilos of meat. And what kind of meat? Oh, it was a bit of everything. Some meats I didn't even know were like, you know, the kind of meats that you would eat. I just find it really unusual because it's not like we don't have meat here. You know what I mean? Like we've got, just get off the plane and just head to your nearest butcher. Why do you have to smuggle it in? I know. It's not great, but I, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes, you know, you get a lot of different cultures who will be like, well, we like our fish like this and we yeah. have our fish and, and so they try to bring it in and you go, you can't. Yep. We won't even let you in with a mandarin. <laughs> right? We're very fussy. Very, and for good reason. Doing a good job, border security. Good job. Yeah. But all of these border shows that I see, they're very strict. You know, they're like, they're going through people's suitcases and they're like, where'd you get these wood chimes? Where are these from? <laughs> what are these for? Like, and it is, and so I've been terrified to bring anything through ever. Mm. But my friend, some time ago, and this is before, like, let's just say it was a little bit more lax bringing stuff through the airport. Okay. Yeah. Right. right okay. We're going back to probably the very early 90s. Oh, very lax. Very lax. Still smoking on aeroplanes. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you could do anything. And if you wanted to have a go as the pilot, you'd just go up and, <laughs> can I sit here? Sure. Um, but my friend smuggled in 
a turtle. What? She had a pet turtle. From where? She had a turtle in an aquarium. And I was like, oh, this turtle's so cute. Where'd you get your turtle? And she was like, it's from Victoria. Mm. Just carried it under my jacket on the plane. As you do. Just took him on the plane yeah. under his, under her jacket and just carried the turtle. Did she ever tell you like where she got the turtle? Did she buy the turtle over there or just bought the found turtle. it in like well, a pond she, or something? I think she bought the turtle somewhere, yeah. but it was just like a, you know, brought him home and... Um, Kept him alive by feeding him ham. <laughs> Fed him some ham, kept the turtle under a jacket, and yeah. he came and lived a life in WA. Oh, good on him. And I don't know if anyone will admit to what they've tried to smuggle in. Mm. But like, because, you know, sometimes they give you the choice. They're like, do you have anything to declare? And you're like, no, do oh, I? This is the moment. <laughs> and this I know you're it. supposed to, because many years ago, the late Shane McFarlane. Oh, I remember this. My old co-host. Yeah. I mean, he went over to London for Telethon to try and bring back some big stars to perform at Telethon. And instead, he brought back a chunk of grass from Lord's Cricket Ground <laughs> to give us a gift. And he spoke about that, didn't well, he? Well, he spoke about it on air and they came for us. <laughs> they came for us going, what you've done is illegal. And I was right, rightfully so. You're not supposed to do those things. They're bad for WA. They're mm-hmm. a risk. Mm-hmm. So he did get in trouble. We People were in trouble for doing it. Yeah. But have you smuggled something in? And you can remain anonymous. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um, we can put that rule in. You remain anonymous. Of course. Could yeah. have been a food stuff. Could have been a turtle. Justine in Heathridge. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Justine. Uh, what happened when you tried to smuggle something in? Not me, but back in the 90s, um, <laughs> my neighbour <laughs> yep. My neighbor opened up her bag after coming home from Bali and had a little lizard crawl out. Oh. So it was an accidental yep. smuggling or? Very ne- accidental. Stowaway. Wow. What happened next? Did you guys call like Border Security to say this happened or did you keep it as a pet? Well, no, she caught it in a little takeaway container and called Department of, of Wildlife. Yeah. Oh, good. The yeah. right thing to do. Yeah, that was absolutely. the right thing. Yeah. Unless it was a little bit cuter. <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh, a couple of days. Adam in Girawain, good morning. Good morning. Lovely yeah. to hear from you all. Oh, oh, you too, you mate. Too. Did you try and smuggle something, Adam? You have no idea. So this was back in the 90s when, you know, <laughs> everything was much looser and it needed to be looser because, my goodness gracious, I went insane. So everybody has, like, this old grandfather who's who makes homemade hooch, right? Mm. You know exactly what I'm <laughs> oh, talking everyone's about. Everyone's got one of them. Brother, yeah. So I was in Budapest visiting my family and my grandfather said, hey, I've got homemade hooch. I went, cool. I don't know how to bring it back into the country. So it's clear liquid, right? So I hid it in a water bottle. You'd think, oh, just a 500 mil. No, no. The man gave me 10 1.5 litre bottles. (laughs) I fill up the suitcase. I get back to the airport. Is there anything to declare? I tick no. I get randomly searched anyway. I get to the guy and he's like, why do you have 10 water bottles? I'm like, it's really good water in Hungary. And he said, oh, okay, no problem. No. And that was that. What? Wow. Wow, Adam. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, no worries. Off you go. Gee, you honestly, go. I mean, but Adam, good hooch. Oh, you've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maria oh, in Two Rocks. Uh, tell us about Nonna. Nonna. Hi, guys. Yeah, Nonna moved to Australia probably in the late 70s, early 80s. So it was in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she would go backwards and forwards to Italy and Australia. And she first came back with some tomato seeds and chilli seeds. And, you know, apparently the, the tomatoes initially are better in Australia. Uh, sorry, in Italy. Mm, yep. The last time she came back, she bought the tomato seeds, the chilli seeds and snails. 
and oh, snails. Wow. And snails, yeah. So live was, snails or frozen? Had edge? What no, kind? They were live. They were live. Really? Wrapped up in paper. Yeah. You're joking. Wrapped up in paper. <laughs> Honestly, it's unbelievable WA's still going with yeah. this rate of smuggling. Love Island Australia is back for another season with some of the country's sexiest singles. Will they find love? Will there be drama? And will they get more Instagram followers? Let's ask the host, Hola. Sophie Monk. Love Island is back on Nine Now. Sophie Monk, hello, how are you? Oh, I'm very well. How are you guys going? We're great. We are so looking forward to Love Island again, Sophie. And, and look... You've been doing this a while now, so given all of the contestants are there to find love, can you take one look at them and know straight away which one of them will find a lucrative career in the media? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you kind of go, oh, okay, you might want a little bit of saving, like one or, one or two, but by the end you can't help the system. That's how it works. Like they're locked in a house, no phone. It, it just shows how society is, like you just, you know, they end up heartbroken or in love or, yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't matter what agenda, you know, you have going in, it'll just change. And it's how a psychological you, journey. And if you don't look close enough um, and you move too quickly, all the blokes look the same. I'm like, they've, all got, they've, all, they've all got the same sort of shape. There. And, of course, you know, the media shots, they're all in the same shorts with Hot their shirt and off. Oh, yeah. And, then, you know, I was like, every bloke looks like they've been cut out of the same mould. <laughs> Really? Well, there's a lot of bombs coming in as well. Oh, good. But, um, yeah, I'm sure – I don't think they dress themselves for that. I think they've got <laughs> stylists for those ads. <laughs> hey, Soph, um, we were discussing red flags on this show a little while ago, and I said red flag on the first meeting of a date is if yep. they tell you their life story in the first oh, date. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, do, yeah. you see, do you see some red flags uh, with these guys early on when all they've got is just chat and no phones? Well – I think you can talk too much, and I find more with guys that it's retaining knowledge they like to tell you. You know, like they've read, yes, they've got a good memory, yes. and then they tell you that that you know that's going to be boring because um, <laughs> there's not much substance, you know. But um, yeah, I, why do you think that's a red flag? Oh, just because if you spill your guts on the first date, I reckon there's drama. Right. I reckon there's drama yeah. on the high seas. There's some hurt or there's some, yeah, you're right. Yeah. To have to offer, yeah, or they've seen a therapist because they're very comfortable saying it, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get you. We love Love Island. Mm. It's going to be fantastic. And, and we're looking out to, uh, for Andre, who is representing Perth. He's a, a oh, yeah. mental health support worker. I think oh. he's the only Perthy we've got in there. Um, but he's described yep. with three words, uh, which is brain, brawn, and beautiful. Oh, that was in my wow. CV. He's, all the he's got a psychology degree, guys, and How he can that? and he can play AFL. Sophie, <laughs> <laughs> yes. you're wonderful. It's always nice to catch up with you. Three o'clock today, nine now, Love Island. Good on you, mate. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good day. I had a beautiful weekend because, as you know, I went to Sydney to see Moulin Rouge the musical, Mm. had a fantastic time, flew back into Perth Friday night, and then first thing Saturday morning I was there to pick up uh, a friend from the airport from Melbourne. Mm -hmm. Very dear friend of mine, and we had a beautiful weekend together. And he said, I'm only here to see you. I don't care about touring Perth. We did go for a cheeky walk through Kings Park. Of course he did. It was very overcast on Saturday. But he was like, I don't need to see Perth. I don't need to go around. I'm just wanting to spend time with you. Yeah. Which we achieved. Except it turns out there was one other thing that he wanted out of the trip. 
and it's ended in tears. What's happened? He wanted to oh, take... Oh, he wanted to go to Aqua, didn't he? <laughs> he That's did. what all the tourists want to do. He, <laughs> he wanted to go to the bell tower and I said, not today, bud, not today. Um, he wanted to take something back with him. Hmm. He wanted to take back a bottle of Kirk's cola beer. Cola beer? And he's left it in my fridge. Why doesn't he just buy cola beer where he is? Oh, you can't get cola beer in Victoria. What? What do you mean you can't get cola beer in Victoria? It's cola beer. You can't get cola beer anywhere else in Australia. Cola beer is specific to WA. No. I mean, you might see it pop up in the odd shop in Adelaide or something. You know, the same way that you'll be able to get New Zealand treats here or UK treats or yeah. whatever. So the odd shop might have a bottle of it, but like <sighs> they Kirk's don't distribute to other states. It's just a WA. It's I a had WA no thing. no idea that that was the case. I've lived here my entire life. I always thought cola beer was just something that you get everywhere. I, no. I remember growing up as a kid, like my, my nonna and nonna had this back room yeah. where they had a giant cupboard and it had a heap of shelves. Yep. And on um, the two lower shelves, one was stacked full of um, chicken crimpy uh, <laughs> shapes, and the other one was half was Pasito and the other half was Pasito. cola beer. Good old Kirk. Cola beer is the nectar of the gods. It is a very special drink, and nobody understands it. Because if you're trying to explain it to other people who haven't drank cola beer, then this is cola with an E. Yeah. K-O-L-E, cola yeah. beer. If people don't know what it tastes like, because it's not root beer, it's not sarsaparilla, no. it's, you know, and there are reviews of it on YouTube where everyone around the world talks about cola beer and how they can only get it here. It's this slightly bubblegummy, slightly fruity, slightly artificial, slightly medicinal, uh, all these kinds of flavours that roll into one. Oh, he's he has hit it head on. Oh, my he friend, has nailed that. I had to send a photo to my friend last night of me looking forlorn with my face up against the cola beer that I found he'd left in the fridge. <laughs> and all I got back was, oh, no. And he's just, he's not happy. Oh, you poor mate. There's nothing you can do because I guess like cola beer is unique. Nobody else can capture that special perfect mix of carbonated water, food acid, E330, malt powder, natural colour and preservative, E211. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nectar of the gods, Kim. <laughs> that was the Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blind's November Mega Sale on now. Next 94.5.